was Jonas Ngwangwa and Iesa uh, Moya. It brings us to 25 minutes before the hour five. And if you've just tuned in, it is Changing Gear with myself, Father Brian. And I'm joined in studio by Baja and Father Joseph. And we're unpacking spiritual husbands and spiritual wives. And at the beginning of the show, Father Joseph defined it as an unclean sexual spirit. Now, Baja, let's go back. Now, you've been, you've realized you're having all the symptoms at 18. They've invited all these sangomas and yangas and all these kind of things and they're still trying to heal and treat you does it improve does it not improve does it work i the problem was when i left home because initially my my father was against me leaving because he feared it would follow and we convinced him i went to varsity varsity it attacked Hmm. it attacked me and luckily for me, there was a priest called Father Graham at that time. Mm-hmm. They called Father Graham. Father Graham came in, did a prayer, did a deliverance. The spirit was driven out. Mm-hmm. The problem with me was that after the driving out of the spirit, I didn't do, you know what Father Joseph explains as filling yourself with Christ. There was a lack of knowledge about that. So I would I'd go to mass, you know. Mm-hmm. Do this, do that. But, you know, when you're young, you want to explore everything. So I was not very fully into Christ. My spirituality had dropped quite a lot. Were you dating someone, dating people? I started dating at age 22, Father. So, no. <laughs> I was, uh, until 22, I was reluctant to date. However, the problem starts, I think, but every time I'd go home, before I even get there, every time I'd go home, for the past 12 years, the spirit would attack me violently at home. It would attack me so violently to a point where right now I have neck problems. I've got joint problems. My back has problems. But when I was, when I started being sexually active, yeah. and I'm not embarrassed to say, because we like to, to hide, you know, that you're this innocent young person. But when I started to be sexually active, it seemed as if something was awakened. Something seriously was awakened because the desire for sex was unquenchable. So you just wanted now more? And more and more and more. Did that take you to the wrong places and with the wrong people? I swear God is just amazing in my life. Because to put it like the spirit would always ensure I'd have a partner. Regardless of what would happen, they'd always... it's so you needed. had men lining left, right, and center for you. I'm embarrassed to say it, yeah. but if I needed to have sex, I would find there'd be a man readily available. There was never a shortage. It's so bad that even after the rapes, yeah. I would still desire sex, <laughs> which shows you it's not normal. And I know a person would say you're probably addicted, but I think with an addiction, you would get to a point where when something traumatic happens, you stop. Like something, you know, you hit that rock bottom. Yeah. But even with the rock bottom, there was an unquenchable need. There was this need to for still sex, have more. To have more sex, pornography, masturbation. I am so sorry, Jesus. But all of that was part and parcel of what it desires and it, it desired and it had to be fed. It was like there was unquenchable need of feeding of what it was inside. Father Joseph, do we have 
a history of this in biblical scripture, in biblical literature? Do we have we heard of stories like this in Bible? Absolutely. Yes. Tell us about that yeah. because you know people are, might be thinking, you know what, this girl. I mean, this is a troubled lawyer who's probably not finding men, and she is just having. Uh, I mean, I'm going to post her picture. She's a very beautiful young lady. She's a professional lady. She is spiritual, and we'll come to your story of the, the breakthrough, Father Joseph. Take us to through the, yeah. the, the, the in scripture because is this something because our listeners are listening right now and they're thinking ay man on Radio Veritas lo, 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 <laughs> she's got a problem it is in scripture but take before, us through that before I come to that did you hear her last comment this is insatiable hmm. even after three rapes um, this is indicative of the presence of a spirit okay. because it's over at the top. It's more than normal. When you're dealing with that kind of thing, you're dealing with a spirit. And in, in this case, you're dealing with an impure spirit. Now, this is... Just name the spirit again. What are we calling this? Because I think we, we, there's power in naming these yeah. things. What what do we call this spirit? It's a sexual spirit sexual or a sexual spirit. demon. Is, is it the twin of sexual addiction to some extent? Well, it can lead to is it. Like is it part of that family? Well, you heard what she said when she said, uh, I, I needed it. And mm -hmm. there was a man there any time. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's being fed. But it is in Scripture. Okay. But the difference between the, the spirit of sexual addiction is with her spirit, she, with, she wanted more afterwards. And it, she had this insatiable uh craving for it okay well, now with the addiction then there is this whole thing to say then it brings them to an empty space to an empty place you see and with this one it brings you to i want more yeah uh, in in terms of sexual addiction a sexual addiction can be across the board okay uh, in hers it's a spe specific thing okay okay uh, like uh, one can be addicted to pornography, masturbation, yeah. and that. Yeah. And um, but this is targeted to her, targeted, and we call it a spiritual husband. That's uh, generally what they call it because it tends to follow her. You remember when uh -huh. she, when her father said it it may follow you. It does tend to follow, so it's a continu a continual companion. Gee. That's why it's called a husband. But to get to the scripture, mm -hmm. you do find it in a number of places in scripture, particularly Galatians chapter 5. All right. And it says, I'll just quote it for you. My brothers and sisters, you were called, as you know, to freedom. But be careful or this freedom will provide an opening for self-indulgence. Serve one another rather in works of love. When self-indulgence is at work, the results are obvious. Fornication, gross indecency, and sexual irresponsible, uh, irresponsibility and orgies and so forth. That's Galatians? Galatians 5 verse 20, Galatians 5 verse 19. All right. And then the solution to that is Galatians 5 22. So this is not a new thing that we dealing with now and that she dealt with at the point. And uh, furthermore, there's an even more um, direct reference to it in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 where it says that if a man goes for a one-night stand with a prostitute, he <laughs> becomes one soul or one body with her. Oh. That becomes a bond, a sexual bond. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if that is magnified 
uh, as in the case of um, spiritual husbands, then you're dealing with a very, very strong spirit. Oh, no. So you can imagine somebody who's been sleeping around with the whole bus in town, eh? What kind of religion that they have. Because they have made bonds with Peter, right. they've made bonds right. with, uh, with Jairus, they've made bonds with, with Toby. Now, there is a connection, and they've left their, a part of their cells with those, that whole bus load or a quantum load, whatever we, we quantify it with, and they're moving around with that. Now, where was your breaking point? Where was your breakthrough? Well, last year, um, when things got a bit extreme, I met Father Cleotus. Father Cleotus had informed me that there's a priest who does, who does help people. And so that's how I encountered Father Colin. Yeah. Father Colin did the first deliverance. Yeah. So, well, the second deliverance in my case, but he did that deliverance and the spirit was stubborn because I didn't, I keep on going back to this and I'll re-emphasize the non-fitting yourself with Christ was my undoing. So I didn't do that. Let's dwell on that because you had been delivered uh, first time, right? Yes. And you were like magic pill, magic tablet. I'm yes. healed. I'm like the blind man who can see. Yes. I can go see the whole world. Yes. And you forgot that another part of the healing was the post healing, right? Yes. And this is where maybe most of us and most people that get delivered from anything make the biggest mistake. And that's why most people are not a success story because the d deliverance itself is important, but also the post-deliverance is equally important. Even more so. Like the post-deliverance, I think, is, is ten times more important than the deliverance. Because wow. once the Spirit is out, Christ himself says, when yeah. a Spirit leaves, yeah. and it finds that house clean. I mean, my house was clean. Yeah. Brought back seven spirits. By the time I went to see Father Joseph, yeah. the spirit of death was hunting me. I had a stalker. I had tried to commit suicide like two days before. It was... Not just cutting, like taking pills, was really hoping to wake up dead. But it had t attacked my finances. Seven, literally, so many spirits had come in and they were in consuming one body. Mm -hmm. Imagine being one person who's been cohabitated by an army of evil. A legion. A, literally a legion of, not a legion of angels, but mm -hmm. a legion of, of evil. Demons. Of demons. demons. Literally, that's how I was. Talk to us through that time. What, what, what was your life like? I know you finance the word hard, but paint a picture. Well, because my practice was growing at that time. Yeah. So, you know, I'd take work, any work that would come. So regardless of the nature of the work, I would take it. And I don't blame anybody. I blame myself and that, you know, I was not cautious. But I kept on, my, like, I've been told, like, be careful who you bring into your space. I would bring really bad people into my space. Um, I mean, the criminal who was trying to th started threatening my life, he's wanted. He's a wanted man. You know, I'm embarrassed to say this also, but, you know, you also get involved in the bribing business in my field, especially in criminal law, you know. Um, somebody would need something done, yeah, yeah. you know, it'd be done. I was literally going down the dark alley. The, you call it the dark alley. I was walking through it and without conscious of it. Were there men in your life at this time? Father, they were always men. <laughs> Father, you know me and men. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So here you are, you get, um, you think, no man, no, 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 no. 
What was the like the breaking point for you to say, "Hey, man, you know what? I need, I need a, I need, I need, I need, a, I need a new page, a new leaf in my life." When I was told I'm going to be killed, when I'd get calls like two in the morning, three in the morning, mm. I'm going to kill you. And I ended up taking pills and I'm like, I'm, I'd rather kill myself before somebody else kills me. Mm-hmm. That was the final straw. And it led, and just to prove to you how serious the spirit was, the day I was meant to go to Father, to Father Joe, everything that could happen that should not happen, happened. <laughs> I was the last person there. It, I could not get there. I got lost. I could not find my way. But it fought because it knew what needed to, that it needed to come out and once there mm-hmm. it knew it would have to leave mm-hmm. so it put everything in my path but i also didn't listen father and i blame myself i didn't Tell listen us why. because father yet again says fill yourself with the spirit mm-hmm. you know fill yourself with the spirit and then this year during the easter tide i didn't do anything during that mm-hmm. you know we we catholics tend not to like lens time you know Typical Catholics yeah. <laughs> didn't do anything during Lent. Yeah. I didn't fast, I didn't offer up prayers, I didn't do arms or anything. And I was very late black. I was like, you know what, I'm tired. I've sorted myself out. The prayers, I pray once a week, maybe if I remembered, I'd mm-hmm. say the Hail Mary. Yeah. And it got me. When I went home, it got me to a point where it also, it hit me and I stopped talking yet again. Because of the feline spirit in my family, mm. it stopped me talking again. And then Father Wayne had to get involved because now we we're at that point of where the spirit was like, it's taking my life. Yeah. Father Joseph, <laughs> so this lady walks at, at, uh, at the ministry and uh, says, what was your instant reaction? Eh? Um, uh, my instant reaction is I didn't have one. It's usually... Um, the prayer team that deal first, especially with women, yes. they find out um, what is really going on here, mm-hmm. and uh, then from there we take it from there. But uh, is this a new case? That is, was this something new, or it's 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 a norm that no, you've dealt uh, with? No, it's it's uh, there are a lot of women out there, even elderly women, and oh, no. uh, uh, they have usually they they suffer in silence with it. That is why she is a very, very wonderful and brave woman to come She is, and that's why she's on the show this afternoon. She's on the Uh, drive time show this afternoon. But I just want to say that it is not an exception. This is fairly frequent. And given the flyers around Johannesburg, uh, then it is quite frequent. And I'd like to, does it only affect women or it can even affect me and you, Father? Uh, It can affect men, yes. I've had a case where a man had it. Um, he was um, targeted, yeah. Now but it's more women. Let's go back into the history of the church, the saints, the life of the saints. Do we have anything, anything in the life of the saints? Anybody who, uh, because uh, people could be saying, hi, you guys, I mean. Yeah, there, well, um, uh, there have been down the centuries fathers of the church like Origen, uh, had, but not necessarily a sleeping partner. You had one of the most holy men in the in the uh, uh, born in nineteen, I think it was nineteen fifteen or nineteen ten, Padre Pio. Oh no! He um, he had a sexual spirit in the form of a very seductive woman come into his cell and dance for uh, a long time before him no. in order to get him to 
uh, to surrender. But it wasn't sleeping with him. It wasn't in his dreams. Yeah. It was coming in a very visible form and seductive form. So obviously, but this it is an unclean spirit. It manifests itself in different forms. Obviously, yeah. it will not always sleep with you. That's but right. it will probably seduce you and do all sorts of yeah. things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gee, gee. Wow, it's nine minutes before the hour. Five, and in case you've just tuned in, it is Changing Gear with myself, Father Brian, a.k.a. Ndamaningi, and we are Changing Gears on Radio Veritas. I'm joined in studio by Father Joseph, and I'm joined in studio by a very brave and young, beautiful lady called Baja, and she is sharing with us her story from um, bondage to deliverance, a story of freedom, a story of healing. And uh, please do not touch that down. I'm going to be opening the lines uh, at exactly 5 p.m. And uh, maybe you've been affected by this. Maybe uh, you want to question us. Maybe you think we are out of our minds. And maybe you think, hang on, Father Brian and Father Joseph, you are really smoking some grass or you, you've not had your <laughs> breakfast. You need to get yourself checked. Or Baja, what have you done to our priest? So we'll open the lines at exactly 5 p.m. And you feel free to contact us on the station. And by the way, uh, it's a comment, it's a response, it's a reaction and weigh in. We will not be given details on air because it is not what the show is about. The show is about preaching the gospel and the show is about spreading the good news, which is what we do here at Radio Veritas. And so do not touch the dial and allow us to take you home. If you're stuck in traffic, take it easy. And guess what? If you've just joined in, we are talking about spiritual husbands and spiritual wives. Nkambi, you've got it. So you never know. Let's give you a diagnosis. <laughs> 